Welcome to Simple Faith with host Dale Carlson, bringing solid Christian answers to your questions and concerns. for Simple Faith on Life-Changing Radio. Here's host, Dale Carlson. Welcome to Simple Faith. I hope you're in someplace warm and dry today (laughs) because it is June in Maine. Uh, We're here today with uh, some of my favorite people in the whole world, and I mean that. Uh, We're here with... uh, uh, Roger St. Pierre, he's a, dire- he's a director at LifeHouse, and Mary Rose Prey, um, uh, uh, in, I, I'm not sure what your... Uh, executive director. Executive director of CareNet in, in Maine, and we've got some reports today that are absolute miracles, and I am just, you know, when you, when you uh, focus on what God wants you to do, he takes care of you, doesn't he, Mary Rose? Amen. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm excited <laughs> to hear about all that's going on, and we're going we're gonna to go the gamut today with, uh, with a lot of miracles. So I'm going to give it to you, Mary Rose, and you can start where you want to, and, uh, and we'll talk about what Jesus does for those who are totally committed to him. Oh, yeah, I'm going to... That's, that's fine. I just want to, uh, you know, say how wonderful our weekend was with Armor Bearers, with uh, what Jerry and Daryl and the team had uh, put on. Uh, very, uh, the uh, China Lake facility was beautiful, 240-some acres, uh, owned, Christian-owned and, and used for uh, Christian events. Uh, we really thank them for and the food was tremendous. I think I gained five pounds. Um, <laughs> but listen, over 80 men, what a powerful time that was. And if you didn't make it this year, I hope next year that you make it to Ama Bear's, um event because it was – and we got to meet new people. And uh, and I think of uh, Paul King up in Skowhegan and others. Just a tremendous time, and, and I hope you'll consider that uh, for next year. There was a wonderful uh, networking event. I think we've got three people, you said, that yeah, are going to be coming on, coming uh, on to, the uh, to the radio, and, and uh, yeah. we're building a family here. That's we're right. building a family that's, uh, that's doing what Jesus called us to do and, uh, and understanding that we're living in a lost world today that, uh, that needs Jesus. Uh, they don't know they need that, and, uh, and I, I think that's one of the things I like about what's going on at LifeHouse and CareNet because those women that are, are struggling with uh, a kind of a, a, an event in their life that's coming up that they didn't expect or, or didn't, didn't hope was going to happen, and, and you folks are, are jumping in and, and, um, and really providing uh, the love of Jesus in a, in a traumatic uh, um, time of life for some of these women. So go ahead, Mary, Mary Rose. Uh, we want to we hear. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me again. I love coming on. Yes, it's so wonderful. Um, talking about 
all the things that God can do. And we know that it's not so much money, but human beings are his greatest resource Amen. here That's on right. this earth. And we see this time and again at CareNet, and we've been seeing this now as Lifehouse, a new home for single mothers, has been birthed here in Maine. And um, I was saying before we started how being involved with CareNet, CareNet's 20 years old, and I've been involved since 2012 now, you kind of, it's like when your kids are growing up, you don't see the changes. You don't really see everything that's going on because you see them all the time. And that's kind of how it is at CareNet because we go day by day seeing what's going on. And it was so, it was such a blessing to me this last year when one of our supporting churches asked for an update, kind of spur of the moment, but they are a church that has been with us, North Woolwich Methodist Church, call out to them, since the very beginning, members of their church were on our steering committee. And um, they said, well, our missions committee is meeting and we're part of their missions mission. They said, can you give an update? So I do this monthly praise and prayers update, very short, just send it out to our supporters so they know what's going on. So I thought, okay, I'm just gonna throw this together as an update. And it encouraged me so much, I wanna share it with you so you can see what goes on at CareNet, kind of on a day-to-day basis. In, in January, this was 2022, I haven't done the one for 2023 yet because we're living it. In January, we welcomed the safe arrival of a baby boy whose father died suddenly when mom was five months along. She called us from out of state the day after he died. I didn't know who to call, she told us, and you all were so kind to me. We are still providing loving support for this mother and her young son, and we still are, even though she's out of state now. In January, we also received a call from the abortion pill reversal hotline. A mom in Maine had taken the first abortion pill and then changed her mind. We found a local doctor willing to contact the mom. In February, we welcomed the arrival of a sweet little girl. We prayed for a mom's high-risk pregnancy with twins and another mom who had suffered multiple miscarriages. In March, we praised God for the opportunity to engage with the Grandmothers for Reproductive Rights group who picketed it outside our center. None accepted our invitation for a tour except the reporter from Maine Public Radio, although as far as we know, the piece never aired. We appreciated hearing from one of our single moms who told us how much she had appreciated all we had done for her. Another new mom taking our online parenting classes texted us to say, I enjoy doing a lesson during the day. It's like my education piece here at home. We saw one of our fathers growing in his faith and being there for his family. In April, we praised God for the mother who canceled her abortion appointment and came to us instead, and the safe delivery of two of our mothers dealing with gestational diabetes. A local high school student planned a service project, and it was a delight working with her group. In May, we were praying for a safe delivery for our post-abortive mother who was pregnant again, and the continued housing needs for a couple of our other moms, while also praying for the safety of all pregnancy help groups throughout the country after the leak of the Dobbs decision at the Supreme Court, our center put together a safety plan but was thankful to not have to use it. Although there were a number of pregnancy centers throughout the country that after the Roe v. Wade decision came down, um, have been vandalized mm-hmm. and even some of uh, two of them have been firebombed. Ooh. The overturning of the Roe v. Wade decision on June 24th was an answer to over 40 years of prayers. We continue to pray for protection of babies and their mothers in our state. 
In June, we prayed for a woman who came for an ultrasound seeking an abortion, then learned that she had had an early miscarriage, and another mom dealing with a possible ectopic pregnancy. In July, we praise God for another little one's safe arrival and for the mom who chose life with the support of her boyfriend and friends from their church. July found us sharing our fetal models and talking about life in the womb at two VBS programs. We prayed for the woman in crisis on the other end of a late night hotline call we received and for the woman and her husband who wanted the test to be positive, but it wasn't. In August, we received another call from the abortion pill reversal program for a woman here in Maine. We prayed for the abortion-minded client who thanked us for our compassionate care and the 18-year-old rape victim who chose life for her child. Mm. September's open houses celebrating 20 years of CareNet's ministry here in Midcoast, Maine, reminded us how much we miss getting together with our faithful supporters. And I'm happy to say this year we will be holding another banquet so we can gather again. <laughs> we thank God for the safe arrival of another little one while praying for our mother looking into a making an adoption plan. We prayed for and with our dad taking parenting classes as his baby's mother was receiving treatments for breast cancer. In October, we praise God for a former post-abortive client who had been drug and alcohol free for over a year. She was told it would be hard to conceive, but is happily expecting this time. Mm. We prayed for the fathers we met this month, not married to their partners, but choosing life for their children. In November, we praise God for another safe delivery, even though it was a hard one via C-section, and we, when we learned one of our babies in foster care is now in a Christian forever home. We prayed for our sonographer out on medical leave while being thankful for the new sonographer willing to step in to help our center. And we pray mightily for our mom who left her ultrasound appointment still unsure what her choice will be. And I put this together for them before we did our January one, but it was like, I just, because you don't put it together all the time, you don't realize all the what would you say, the ups and downs, the dramas, the prayers, the success stories, those sad times when you wish, because, okay, here we are, just entering June of 2023. This last month, we had a couple come in for a, a pregnancy test. It was positive, and we offered them an ultrasound, but they were adamant they were going to have the abortion. Mm. And those are just so sad. And yet we had two or three mothers come in with pregnancy tests that were very happy that they were, you know, having their babies. And um, I was sharing with you about the dad who was staying home with his little one because of an incident at daycare and how um, he was realizing what a, it's such an important job, moms raising their kids, being there and yet what an intense job it is those early years. I always like to encourage our mothers by saying, you are doing the most important job in the world. You're raising our next generation, and we at CareNet are here to give them the support they need to do mm -hmm. that. You're saving lives. Amen. You're saving lives, and I think you've learned a lot. You know, I, I'm just, you know, I've learned a lot, you know, in, in interviewing you and in other pregnancy resource centers, and. And, uh, and it's so different the way you approach this, uh, really supporting those moms uh, as opposed to, uh, to, you know, standing outside someplace and picketing and, and calling names and stuff like that. Can you talk a little bit about that, Mary? 
It is. We when we have moms that will come in and we'll see them once, mm-hmm. and you you don't know. It's like people that leave and they haven't made a decision yet. We can pray for them, but at least if they don't reach out to us again, and there's times we'll reach out to them. But often, if they're abortion minded, they don't come back to us. Which right. again, we have to leave this in the Lord's hands. And it's like what we were talking about, you know, beforehand. We know that these babies, these aborted babies, are in the hands, and they're loving Abba, Father in heaven. That's right. But it's the walking wounded, the moms and dads down here, that it, it's so hard for them, that they need, they, they need Jesus. And yeah. until they come to that realization, they're just walking around not understanding why they're um, depressed, many mm-hmm. suicidal, why they can't make commitments to relationships. Um, it's it's such a deep wound. Abortion is such a deep wound for both men and women. I think mm-hmm. uh, what you call them is a walking wounded, and I mm-hmm. think that's that's the attitude that we should have because they don't know Jesus, you know, and they, they're looking at their life from a totally different perspective than, uh, than we look at our lives because we have that assurance that uh, that we're going to be with Jesus at some point, and uh, we look at it. We have an eternal view as as opposed to a, a, a view of you know eighty to ninety years, and then we we, we go away. Yeah, that it, it's interesting. People that stay with us, couples that keep coming and doing our parenting classes. I, I, I right now when we're talking, I can think of two different couples. And, um, you know, neither of them are married, but the dad is there. And, oh, what an important component it is to Mm -hmm. have dad there Mm -hmm. supporting mom and being there for his kids. But it's interesting how even little changes in people's lives can make such a big difference, how you can look at somebody's life and go, well, that's kind of a sad situation. And maybe compared to the life you've lived, it is. But you look at people that... You know, they, they're committed to each other. They're committed to their kids. They, with support, they see themselves as, um, you know, having improvements in their life. Mm-hmm. They see positives. I'm thinking of one of our moms. She's with us now for her second pregnancy. She came in with her first pregnancy, and she was so unsure, and she just, she she was kind of having a negative view of life, to be perfectly honest. And the longer people are with us, the more we can share our love of Jesus, we can pray with people. And she now is just a delightful mother. She takes these online parenting classes, and she's pregnant again. And she has so much more confidence this time around in her abilities to mother. And their their little girl is just beautiful. She's so sweet. And they come in now as friends, mm-hmm. you know. They come in and we are there for them, but we're just, you know, like she'll send me pictures of, of the little girl and stuff, which is really sweet. And we have another couple who've been with us. In fact, they're in a, a special circumstance, but when she became pregnant, um, you know, she was very much encouraged to have an abortion, mm-hmm. and she would not do that. And their baby was taken away because of special circumstances. But they continued to work with us, and the baby was, they were able to have their baby back again. And when the court did that, they came right over because they knew we'd be celebrating with them. And um, since then, they've welcomed another child, and they're doing so well. But they do need support, and we, we're there to support them. It's amazing what love does, right? Amen. Isn't that Amen. what Jesus taught us? Yes, you know, and, yes. And, and, uh, and so often we're, 
we're, we want to jump in there and fight. And, uh, and, uh, but that love, that love that's, a, that's a weapon that Jesus gave us to, uh, to change our culture, to change the world. And uh, the fighting part is, uh, is, is not so much. Uh, well, there's, uh, you know, we're called to different things. And in the Pregnancy Help Movement, we're called to whoever walks through our door. I like how our center director, who's been there for 20 years, Susan Morley, will say, these are divine appointments. Absolutely. And, you know, it's not just for us, but as Christians, it's for all of us, no matter where we are. These people that God puts in front of us, they are divine appointments where he's not asking us to save the world. He's already done that. Jesus did mm-hmm. that on the cross. Yep. All he's asking us to do is show his love to that person that he's putting in <gasps> front of us. To do what he did. Yeah. To do what he did. and, and to, to, Meet people yep. with their needs. That's you right. Know? That's right. We've got to go to a break right now, and I, I hate to break this up, but uh, but we're going to go through a break, and then we're going to talk uh in our next session about something that started in 2019 and has has just, I mean, I get goosebumps just thinking about it. So uh, come on back. We'll be right back in just a couple minutes. Uh, uh, you're listening to Simple Faith, and um, come on back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, don't go away. Welcome back to Simple Faith. Uh, we're happy to have you listen to us uh, today, and uh, we're here with Mary Rose Prey from CareNet, and Roger St. Pierre is the director of LifeHouse, which started in 2019, I think. Uh, let's, uh, let's hear about that, because that is a fascinating and a, a story, and, uh, and it's, just, it's just coming to life right now, four that, years later. Is that a pun? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is. This is so amazing. It's, um, I was just saying before how, you know, God doesn't really care about money. It's people. People right. are his greatest resource. And so back in 2019, um, right before COVID hit, we held our last banquet at CareNet. And that year we had had two moms come in from the homeless shelter, both tested positive and were pregnant. And we realized that this is a trend, and we've seen it so much even more since then. So at the 2019 banquet, when I was giving the CareNet update, I just put that out and I said, is there anybody else out there that feels God is calling them to get involved with helping to start a home for single mothers that we could use another one here? And and, and I said, in our area. and. After the banquet, there was about 10 of us who actually came together, some that weren't involved with CareNet, but some of us that were very much. And we started back then meeting every other Sunday afternoon in the CareNet conference area here in Brunswick. And then during COVID, when everything was locked down, we Zoomed with each other. And the plan was to start a home for single mothers. And first thing we did was choose a name, and we came up with because of being in Maine, famous for its lighthouses, L-I-G-H-T, we said we were going to be Life House Maine, L-I-F-E. Life. Is that a pun? It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back at you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, that was the first. That was the first thing we did, and then 
what's amazing, again, remember I said human beings are the greatest resource we have because God brought together these people, 10 of us, with so many different talents. One of the first things we had to do was get a 501c3, Articles of Incorporation, all the documentation, and we had a couple people there, you know, volunteering on that steering committee that were so good at that. Isn't that amazing that God would bring <laughs> people together like that? I, I like what one of our volunteers, at Karen, it would say back to you. Is it odd or is it God? <laughs> you know? yes. You're full of them today. I am. I am. <laughs> but it's, it's, that's what we started. So we got our Articles of Incorporation. And I started mentioning it in my monthly prayer and praise updates about us doing this. And a couple that had been supporting CareNet for years and had actually moved out of state, they sent us $1,000 mm-hmm. to LifeHouse with the note, we have been praying for a house for single mothers for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. We are so glad. And even though we've moved away, we want to help you financially and if we can help you. And that was kind of the beginning. We have quite a large list of donors already because we have, you know, people that have been helping us, um, you know, like with bookkeeping mm-hmm. and just the records and stuff you need. But we, over the last three years, we have raised $175,000. And in today's real estate market, that is peanuts. And we, we were looking at a few houses, you know, thinking, well, we'll see if there's a way we could do this. And it wasn't until late last year that also I've got to uh, have a, um, I'll let a call out for Josh Cousineau, who is our, was our real estate dealer. And, you know, he's a Christian. And he told us about a place up in Hebron, and it was way above what we were thinking of paying or could afford to pay or even looking at paying. But he said, you know, it would be perfect for a home for single mothers. And he said, I think the owner would be willing to work with you. And um, so we did contact the owner, and sure enough, he was willing to finance a mortgage for us, Hmm. which... Hmm. Isn't that funny? Well... It's odd, isn't it? <laughs> isn't Where's it? God? <laughs> <laughs> because we have no collateral other than the fact that we had this $175,000 and knowing that God was wanting this, that God was in this. But th- to have the, the, the gentleman who we bought from step out in faith too, and um, you know, we paid $125,000 down. He's given us a 20-year mortgage at 4% interest, which isn't that much nowadays. Right. Yeah. And... Um, so all of a sudden we've got this beautiful house, and it's up in Hebron. And I'll say um, one of our steering committee members put together a prayer about everything that we would need. And over the years we were working, we had both a needs and a wants list. Mm-hmm. And God has provided every single need and want. The only one that is not what we thought is we thought it would be closer to like Brunswick Topsom Bath, uh, Lisbon Falls, the home. And the home is up in Hebron, which is over by Lewiston. Gosh, actually, that's a benefit, I, th- I would think. Well, it has turned out to be a huge benefit mm-hmm. because oh. even though Hebron is a small area, the number of um, people in Hebron, fellow brothers and sisters in the Lord, who are so excited to have us there and have already stepped forward you know, to offer their help and services has been amazing. Mm-hmm. In fact, I can remember when I mentioned this 
last time when I was on your program, and Bob here said, well, I know somebody up in Hebron who might be able to help, and he gave us the name of Marilyn Newell. Well, well Marilyn <laughs> was on our radio broadcast, and she's another part of our family. So every time we bring somebody to interview, we consider them part of our family. And we were <laughs> able to say, hey, we've got two families that might get along real well. And we connected you guys. It was, it was it, like it was so providential, again, a divine appointment here, because Marilyn, who is a retired college administrator, has been instrumental in helping us put together a resident handbook, a volunteer handbook, volunteer applications. We, we were meeting on Wednesday afternoons, again over at Carnet and Maryland, driving down um, you know, to meet with us. And the rest of us are very inexperienced at this. We were doing it because we knew it was necessary. And, and we weren't trying to reinvent the wheel. We also, we've got different handbooks and applications from different homes already. But Marilyn was able to really help us clarify what we wanted in our home and to get it down on paper. And she thinks this is fun. <laughs> 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 she enjoys doing yeah. this. I mean, she has just been amazing. We put out two um, newsletters already. We do them quarterly. And Marilyn was actually uh, highlighted in our last one because, again, these are the people God is bringing in to help us. We're going to be having an open house up in Hebron, and everybody that's hearing me right now is invited to come. Um, it's going to be from 1 to 5, and it's at uh, 168 Greenwood Mountain Road. That's where Life House is. And we will, um, Amy Vachon from Main Right to Life is going to be a guest speaker. We're going to have food. We're going to have tours. We're going to have a volunteer sign-up table with applications for people who would be interested in volunteering. It's been so much fun because we've already had people from different churches come through and people have already signed up to be volunteers. Yep. So we're just getting this list together because it, at Lifehouse when, when we're welcoming women in, there's going to be 24-7 coverage. Um, always there'll be some sort of a volunteer at the house, you know, with the moms not being left alone. And um, I was trying to think, like this week we're having the radon problem taken mm -hmm. care of, and I would like um, to p um, say something about uh, a cancerfreemain.org because um, that is, uh, Deborah Violet is the head of that group, and they are actually, they gave us a, um, a grant. They're gonna do the air radon mitigation mm -hmm. for us for free. They oh. normally do it for single-family homes, but since we're having this home for single mothers, they're doing it. So, um, and she's actually going to have a table next week because it's a small group and, you know, getting the, um, the word out again. So, yes, it's June 10th, next Saturday. So let's all pray for sunny weather mm -hmm. for next Saturday. So the I'm not sure about the weather, but I, I do know that uh, if people have questions or thoughts about this, or if you're excited about this, uh, you can call us at 725-9224 uh, at if you'd like to, or text us at 576-5648. You know, we do this um, radio program, and it's kind of like we're trying to provide a buffet of different things that Christians could get involved in, because it's so important that we live out our faith 
in that people are involved in, in, in the good things that are, are going on in the name of Jesus here in this state. And uh, we're so pleased that, uh, that you're doing this, uh, uh, Mary Rose and, um, and Roger. Um, this, is, this just means so much. Uh, call and uh, get involved, you know, uh, volunteer because this is an opportunity to uh, be blessed. I mean, it's not, it's not a, you know, we're not asking people to give something in, in a way that's, uh, that's going to drag you down. We're, gonna, we're, we're looking for a, a way that's going to bring you up and, and, and <clears throat> help you feel close to the God that you serve. Well, I can verify that over the years that I've been involved with CareNet and now with LifeHouse. It's a blessing. It's a blessing Absol to be it, involved. It always is. I know. And sometimes it's hard, you know. Um, sometimes, I, actually, I'm just going to segue for just a minute into the um, May 1st, what happened up at Augusta, because mm -hmm. it didn't get coverage. Okay. And that's when 1,800 pro-life people came to Augusta to give testimony against the bill LD 1619, which is still up in the air. And they came together to say that they do not support the bill which would allow abortion up to birth in our state. And I was there giving testimony at 2.30 a.m. on May 2nd because with 675 people giving testimony, it started at 10 in the morning on May 1st and didn't get done until 6.30 in the morning on May 2nd. Wow. The Judiciary Committee sat there. And there was a group of uh, singers from one of the churches. And I can't tell you what it felt like at 2 o'clock in the morning when it was just us there with the Judiciary Committee. And this praise m music to our Lord was just spiraling up through that Capitol Dome mm. <laughs> as people were there doing what we needed to do, speak for those that can't speak for themselves. And it was a, it was a wonderful experience. Did I wow. want to go and do it? Took me three days to recover afterwards. Right. But it was a, a blessing, mm -hmm. a blessing. And um, can I share my miracle? Oh, please <laughs> do. That's why well, we're here. It's the, all miracles. Well, it is all yeah. miracles. And this is it's kind of silly, but it just shows you what a personal God we have. So there's 675 people signing up to testify, and I'm standing in line, and the lines were long, and I'm talking to a woman in front of me, and it was a rainy day. In fact, it was a day like today. It was just like pouring down. And so I'd worn my rain jacket, and we had learned during the week that the people who supported the bill were told to wear green that day so people would know. Well, I have a green rain jacket that's reversible, but I love the green, haven't reversed it for years. But I'm like, well, I don't want to wear green today because I don't support the bill. So I turned it around to the blue side. So I'm standing in line talking to this lady, and um, she asked me what my name is. And I said, Mary. And she said, um, well, she said, you might not believe this, but when I was praying this morning, I was told I was going to meet a Mary wearing blue. And <laughs> I said, oh, <laughs> well, that's me. And she said, is there anything I can pray about for you? And the thing is, my knees had been really bothering me. I have rheumatoid arthritis, but I'm in remission. But my knees have been bothering me for quite a while. And a part of it was Lifehouse, Maine has got three stories. There's 10 bedrooms, three stories in this beautiful home we're having for single mothers. But running up and down three stories, I had started feeling it just when we were doing the cleaning mm -hmm. and getting it ready. So I said, yeah, my knees have been bothering me. Can you pray for those? And she did right there. She said, do you mind if I pray right now? I said, no problem. And she just put her hands on my knees 
and prayed, and I could feel this warmth in my knees and in my hands. And my knees haven't bothered me since. Hmm. And it's like, it's such a small, small thing in, you know, the scheme of life. Everybody's the world's life. And yet it's like, well, thank you, Jesus. I can't tell you why, you know, well, just thank you, God. You, you know, you saw that, you brought this woman in. And I'm sure that's my little personal story from May 1st. But I'm sure there's a lot of other people that were touched in so many different ways that day Hmm. just because they were faithful, you know, they showed up. And I'm going to put a shout out for um, if you're interested, speakupforlife.com is where you would go to still get involved because that bill is still up in the air. For another 10 days, is that what you were saying? Yes. 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 And, you know, people have been writing and calling their state representatives, and um, a lot has been going on to, you know, to to keep the law where it is right now. And Can that's, you tell us a little bit? As I was going to say, that's speak, speakupforlife.com? Yes. Oh, good, good, good. That, oh, my goodness. And, and could you explain a little bit about that bill? What, how does that affect pregnancy centers and, and, and so on? Because well, I think a lot of people might not know what that's about. This, this bill, the bill that LD1619 isn't, uh, targeting pregnancy centers, what it's doing is taking away any kind of um, um, a criminal responsibility, literally for anybody that would perform an abortion in Maine, and it would allow a woman to have an abortion up to the day before her baby was born without any legal ra- ramifications. And um, when our um, governor introduced the bill, she was highlighting a couple that had a baby that was considered uh, incompatible with life in that this baby when it would was born would not be able to live long and so she was saying which actually wasn't true if they could have so- sought an abortion here they went out of state to get the abortion so that's how LD 1619 got introduced here in our state and I shared testimony about my niece who I think, is it time to, oh, okay, I shared testimony about my niece who was um, born with trisomy 18, and her parents were offered an abortion, and they chose not to have an abortion, and my niece, Teresa Elizabeth, was born, and she lived six weeks. Mm -hmm. And it was a precious time for her mom and dad and her three brothers to have her there, and the whole point is, it doesn't matter how long we live, we have no idea how many days we're going to be alive. Right. Yeah. And to think that we can't offer compassionate care. There's, um, there's infant hospice. Mm-hmm. I know a couple other people that have used inf- infant hospice and how wonderful it is. And, you know, Maine people, I feel really strongly, Maine people don't support late-term abortion, that, you know, they feel Maine can do better than this. Mm-hmm. Right now, our abortion law is up to 24 to 28 weeks. So it's not like we don't have, um, you know. Some but, limit. Yeah. And, and Governor Mills, when she ran for re-election, said she would not change the abortion law. So mm-hmm. she has, she's reneged on that one already. The law you were referring to is. Well, we're going to hold that thought okay. for just one minute because we've got to go to break. I'm sorry because this is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we'll be right back in, in about two minutes. Now, this is the other one we're talking about. Simple faith. We'll be right back. Wow.
Welcome back to Simple Faith. Uh, we're here with uh, Mary Rose Prey from CareNet and Roger St. Pierre, director of LifeHouse. And we're talking about that, uh, we just, we're talking about that uh, bill that's up before the legislature, the state legislature. Uh, so why don't you pick it up there, Mary? And uh, Yeah, there were a number of bills that were introduced this session, and another one that was introduced was an act to prohibit deceptive advertising in limited pregnancy service centers, which would have affected the pregnancy help centers here in Maine. And I think because of how many people got involved with LD1619 and the fact that the Judiciary Committee has not held a, a hearing on that bill yet, um, they've actually withdrawn this one for now. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's not something that we have to be concerned with at this time, which is really good. And um, yes, it's, there's, so many, there's so many facets to the pro-life movement. You know, there's the political, but then there's, like I said, no matter what's going on politically, the pregnancy help centers are there doing the jobs that they're supposed to do every single day mm -hmm. and um, caring for women and the same now with LifeHouse. And one thing I did want to clarify about LifeHouse is LifeHouse Maine and CareNet of Midcoast Maine are sister organizations. Mm -hmm. we're, not, we're not connected in that if you give a donation to CareNet, it's automatically part of LifeHouse. We have separate 501c3s. The reason we call ourselves sister organizations is so many of us that are involved with CareNet are involved with LifeHouse and vice versa. Mm -hmm. You know, supporters of CareNet are doing LifeHouse, and and we brought a lot of um, new people in to LifeHouse. But when LifeHouse is up and running now, um, parenting classes are going to be offered, and they will come through CareNet the need for the maternity clothes and the uh, diapers and wipes will help provide that too. But LifeHouse is separate in that, um, you know, at CareNet we're open Monday through Thursday. LifeHouse is going to be 24-7. When we have girls that come to CareNet that need a place to stay, we'll be able to direct them to LifeHouse yeah. Maine. And at LifeHouse Maine, they will be able to stay for up to a year after their baby is born in not only parenting classes, but there will be, um, they will be setting plans, making goals on how they can go from LifeHouse to the next step in their life, whether it be getting a GED, whether it be taking community um, class, you know, um, college classes, mm -hmm. um, whether it be even getting a job and saving money for an apartment afterwards. The, the goal at LifeHouse Maine is to help women walk alongside them so that they'll be able to take that next step with confidence, you know, as they go out. And one of the things that was really important to me when we started the project was I could picture this sign, and Marilyn Newell's daughter-in-law is going to be making the sign for us, <laughs> is the sign that says, a single mother who walks with God is never raising her children alone. We'll be offering Bible studies at LifeHouse mm -hmm. and, um, you know, making it available for um, women to go to attend the local churches. I know there's um, a local church right in the Lewiston-Auburn area that has uh, small groups for single mothers. Mm -hmm. So we just want to help women get connected to a church. You know, everybody that is involved at LifeHouse 
is there because they love Jesus, just like the people that are involved at CareNet mm. are there because they love Jesus. And that is our goal. It's what you talked about before. You know, a mother who chooses life in today's anti-life um, environment, environment yeah. Yeah. has to be applauded. I mean, it is so courageous to choose life. I told you last time about uh, one of our teen moms who we actually got involved with the Home for Single Mothers in Bangor at the time because she was being ridiculed at school for not having an abortion. Mm. You know, how can you be so silly, you know, not to just do the do the easy or it's considered the easy way out. Yeah. It's it's there's there's it's not the easy way out. Well, no, yep. it isn't. It's what one of our volunteers said who had was post abortive. She said Satan is a um, a deceiver and an accuser. Satan will tell you that what you're doing is okay, there's nothing wrong with it, you know, it's an answer. But after it, you've done it, you it, hear yeah. that voice that says, what did you just do? Mm. And it follows you. Will, will, will um, LifeHouse also work with other pregnancy centers uh, in the state of Maine uh, that may find they have a, a mother that would qualify? Oh, yeah. And then they could... Like I said, them. we're just the sister organization. We've already had other pregnancy centers oh, wow. contact us and excited say, excited about this, yes. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. How many mothers can you have at one time? We, we've got, we've got um, eight bedrooms, so we can have seven mothers at one time. We're going to have a one bedroom that's a set aside for the overnight volunteer will be there and then we also have the separate carriage house with a, a one-bedroom apartment on the three-acre property I really encourage people to come to the open house this property is amazing mm. and the fact that you know God through the generosity of the previous owner has provided this it truly it just it makes me laugh when I think of all the things that God has provided to us mm. Well, he needs, you know. I'm I'm listening to you, and I, God has God has really moved here. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a believer. It's, it's yeah. clear. Um, it's but uh, but his you know, fingerprints are all over. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, but this is kind of a quantum leap in uh, financial responsibility, isn't it? Yes. In fact, we need to talk about that. Let's talk about finances. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's easy to kind of get away from that. Um, yes, we had raised one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. The house cost us $500,000, so we have a $375,000 mortgage that we've taken on. Now, part of what I'm encouraged with, I remember when the Shepherd's Godparent home took on a $275,000 mortgage years ago, it was paid off in eight months. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if wow. God's going to work like that with us. God did bring a pro-life foundation that is paying our over $2,000 a month mortgage payment right now. and. Um, for a year. For a year. And right now, when we, before we got the house, we had people that were committed to monthly support at $125. And since then, and we've only had the house since January, we're up to about $900 a month in monthly support. But it's, you know, it's a drop in the bucket right now. So we're looking for other, you know, pro-life groups, foundations, people that would be willing to help individuals that uh, that can yes. step up and yes. say you know this is important to me yes and uh, you know this we talk about how important this is you know that these are lives that are saving every one of those babies 
that's born uh, that comes into the kingdom is going to have a lifespan that's longer than every life that's ever been on the face of this earth. I mean, it's, it's ta- we're talking about eternity for these babies. And so, you know, if this is important to us, we need to support it. I mean, uh, um, you, you can say, well, this, you know, how many 1,800 people showed up in, in Augusta? Um, if yeah. it's important, you've got to put your money where your mouth is. You've got to put your energy where, where, uh, where it counts. And, uh, and so we need the same thing with every other organization that we've had on this radio program. It's all the same thing. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, we need finances and we need volunteers. And if this is going to succeed, we need finances and we need volunteers, and this is eternally important. Uh, you know, this is this is this is absolutely incredible. What God has done, what He started, uh, we need Him to step up. We need people to step up and say, "This is this God's laid this on my heart. This is important." Yeah, I have a quote in my prayer journal from George Mueller, who started all those orphanages over in England back in the 1800s when they were so needed. And George Mueller said. I love it when the amount is so extreme that you know it can only be God Absolutely. that's providing Absolutely. because it is such a big amount of money. <laughs> and I feel that way about with us stepping out in faith, like I shared with you that there's a um, bank that would like to buy part of this um, mortgage from the owner. It's a bank that does this, goes around and gets owner finance stuff. But when he talked to the chairman of our board and was saying, well, what do you have for collateral? What's backing this loan up? And we could basically just say our faith in God. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's more up. than just the mortgage. I mean, you've got uh, seven oh, yeah. moms to feed. You've got all the expenses that go along with that. In fact, I, I, I would think just in my own mind, without knowing what the numbers are, that that uh, that that uh, the mortgage would be dwarfed by the other costs of of doing this. You are so right yeah. because when I was researching this back when back in 2019 when we started it, I was talking to Barbara Ford, who's in charge over at the Shepherd's Godparent Home, and you got to remember this is four years ago before inflation, and I was asking her. How much does it cost to keep this home running for a year, like up in Bangor? And she said it takes about two hundred fifty thousand dollars in money. And you've got to remember their home was paid for, mm-hmm. and about two hundred fifty thousand dollars in kind donations, meaning just the help for all the things that mm-hmm. you need. So yeah. yes, we're looking at a large amount of money. Well, what I want to say is eighteen hundred people showed up at the state house. If each one of them gave, pledged twenty dollars a month. It would be $36,000 a month coming in to help with this endeavor. Yes, it is. It's amazing how a, a lot of people doing a little can do a lot. That's right. That's right. Yeah. There's $20 a month. I mean, really, we can do that. Uh, that's something That's something we can do. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. It can be done. And, when is, and there's an open house coming up next, next Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, pray for good weather. And that's and that's one to five in the afternoon. That's Saturday. Yep, at Lifehouse Maine, and you can go to our website, which is lifehousemaine.org, all spelled out, lifehousemaine.org, and it will have information about the open house, and it also gives history about what's going on. Okay, and that address yes. did I, did I write this address down correctly? Where this house is one six eight. Greenwood, Greenwood Mountain Road. Oh, got it. Good. Got it. Good. One. Hope to see you there. Six eight.
What's that? Oh. It's just somebody was asking how many have stayed since January. Well, the open house is not till next week, so wouldn't expect anybody to right. we stay still, there yet. Right. We're hoping to, by the end of June, early July, be able to welcome because we have um, we have this Monday our um, radon, water mitigation people coming in. There was There's so much... To do, we had yeah, the sprinkler system updated. Renovations and stuff like Seven, that. Seventeen smoke detectors with carbon monoxide were getting yeah. emergency lighting. There's, um, there's, there's a lot that needed to be done. But the need is so great. I mean, even the fact that we're not open, we've already had a half a dozen inquiries. Wow. You know, for wow. women <laughs> needing. You have. I would imagine you've got state uh, regulations that you have to uh, abide by yeah. in, in in before you can have anybody in. Right. We have some state regulations, but the fact that we're not taking government money makes a difference. It gives us a little bit of leeway. And yeah. you just purchased this property. Oh, I know. The what, what was the date? Uh, we purchased it. We signed the papers on January 30th. So 30th. You know, you yeah, so we've had Jan January. February, March, April. This is our uh, fourth full month of owning. Wow, the you've property. accomplished so much. We have. It's kind of like what I read to you, the day-to-day -day thing. When I talk about it, it just makes me really <laughs> happy to think about everything that's gone on so far. Two minutes. You've got oh. two minutes, and uh, you've got it, Mary. Well, I just want to thank people for listening. I want to thank you for all the people that are supporting us. I know at CareNet we have a large team. We've got 45 churches that support us at CareNet, and I can see that support building for LifeHouse Maine, too. The fact that we're sister organizations, everybody that's involved is involved because, number one, we love Jesus, but we also know that God has a plan and a purpose for every life here on this earth. I always liked what my mother said. I'm one of nine kids. She'd always say to us, you guys are my most precious possession, mm -hmm. she said. The only thing that can follow me into eternity is your souls. And mm -hmm. that's what we're doing. <laughs> we're doing soul work here that's right. that's in right. the Pregnancy Help Movement. And I would say to anybody that's listening, God's got a reason to have you here, too. And it's to support ministries like this and to volunteer and to participate. God's got a plan for each one of us, and, uh, and, and we're here to, uh, yes. to love others. I would agree. Thank you so much for having me. And, and the address will be bit, bit next? Yeah, Saturday, June 10th, next Saturday, 1 to 5 at 168 Greenwood Mountain Road in Hebron. We will be holding our open house for LifeHouse Maine. Somebody wants to know where to send the check. I don't know if we've got time. If you go to our um, our um, if you go to our website LifeHouseMaine.org, the information is there. Or you can send it to LifeHouse Maine, Post Office Box 1043 in Brunswick, because we still have our Post Office Box down here. So it'd be LifeHouse Maine. Post Office Box 1043 in Brunswick. Right. Zip code. Oh, 04011. <laughs> I wish we had about 50 of those phone calls come in right mm -hmm. now. But uh, but I thank you. Yes, yes. Thank, you thank you so much. So much. So, thank thank you so much. They're coming. They're going to come. Oh, God yes. bless you, Mary. And, uh, and, and Roger, thanks for coming. Thanks for what you're doing. God bless you. Well, Amen. We so appreciate what you do, too. Thanks.